As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dallas ran off to a big lead and was up by 11 after one quarter. And then they outscored the Wizards by 10 in the second quarter to take that 21-point lead. Then Washington came back, outscored the Mavs 29-17 in the third. But this fourth quarter, Mavericks responded. It started bad. It was a nice run in the third. Got it down to six twice, but not enough. As the Wizards drop one on the road again, now falling to two and eight on the season, not able to build on the momentum that they had in the home game against the New York Knicks. Welcome to the latest edition of the Wizards Talk podcast. Chris Miller and Drew Gooden in studio. DG, I don't know really where to start with this Wizards team. They're very frustrating. I, I will say that. The first half was about as bad a defensive performance as we've seen in the previous nine games. Something to keep in mind. Four of the ten games the Wizards have played this year, they have allowed at least, at least 62 points at halftime. Tonight's game was the second most points they've allowed at half. They were down 21 points at the half, getting outscored on 70 to 49 it's really hard to fight and claw and scratch and come back from an effort like that in the first 24 drew yeah and my take on this season thus far has been almost like jekyll and hyde you know inconsistency um you play a certain way as a team together for a short amount of time and then that's not the same team you know five minutes later or you know, in this league, we we always say for 48 minutes. We're doing the same thing for 48 minutes, and that's not what I'm seeing, uh, a consistency of, of of execution, whether it's on the offensive end or just guarding your man in the stance defensively for 48 minutes. So I, I'm calling this right now like just Jekyll and Hyde, you know, this first 10 games of the season. As I look at the start of this game, Otto Porter hit the first five points. He had a three and a, and a, and a nice jumper. Got going early. He finished with 19 points, tied with Beal for the second most on the team. He was 7-12 from the field, and he made his first five threes. He played the second most minutes. But, Drew, you said something in our postgame show. The last three-point attempt he took was in the third quarter? Yes, at the 227 mark in the third quarter was his, the, the, the last one he made. The, the last, last one, one he made. made. The last one he shot. Game was over with. It was three minutes left in the fourth quarter. So here's my question then. If you know 
that Otto is coming off of the toe injury. But yet early on, he has established himself as an aggressive player. Why not feed him more? He only got 12 opportunities. Well, I just I was disappointed at the Wizards for not going to Otto during that stretch when he was on when he's on fire. And guess what? They were making that run to get back in the game. So not only are you guys playing together as a unit, you got a guy that's hot out there that's shooting lights out. And Scott Brooks had, came out the timeout and ran a middle pick and roll for Jeff Green. But to the Washington Wizards defense and Scott Brooks defense, Jeff Green shot the three and made the three. So I think that kind of took away from trying to feature Otto coming back down the second time. And then plus, I, I want to say the Mavericks took off on a, another 10-0, another 10-0 run where forced Scott Brooks to call another timeout. So I just think between those situations and that time period, Otto Porter was forgotten about. And I, I look at the matchup, and you talked about it in the pregame show, about the starting fives and the individual matchups. And the Wizards were at a disadvantage, you thought, really kind of at that power forward position because Marquise was going to have to guard a smaller player and maybe even a, a guard at some points. Well, we never – I don't like that matchup. There's two ways that matchup can go. Either we're going to throw this ball down to Markeith Morris first start of the game to make them change this lineup, or I'm going to say, hey, Keith, I'm going to see how this is going to go the first two, three minutes of the game. Uh, if you're holding your, you know, you're holding it down defensively and guarding your man and, and doing the things correctly, it's, it's your job to lose tonight to get out, to come out early. I would have probably put in Kelly probably a little bit early in, maybe a Jeff Green look early in, probably that eight-minute, seven-minute mark. But I think this was kind of a trap game for for Marquise because he was guarding guys that was not in. I mean, he was guarding Harrison Barnes. He started on Harrison Barnes. I mean, I just didn't like that matchup, and that stood out to me. But hey, uh, I'm going to congratulate and credit Scott Books for for not changing his lineup and going out there with the guys he felt they uh, could compete. So at halftime, again, it was seventy to forty nine. Mavs up twenty one. They shot fifty six percent from three. They were. 13 for 23. They shot 50% from the field as a whole. And Wes Matthews, like we've seen time and time and time again against the Wizards, torches them from behind the arc. He was 5 of 8. He finished with 22 points, played 31 minutes. Drew, now one thing I do know covering this league as long as I have is I know that on that bulletin board before you guys go out and play, there's a scouting report, and it's 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 drawn up very nice, good handwriting, so no one can misconstrue words and, and they can actually re- read the scouting report. And I'm sure, I wasn't in Dallas, but I'm pretty sure Wes Matthews' career three-point percentage or what he is shooting this season was probably on that board. With that being said, why do we hear in the postgame about miscommunication on three-point shots? I mean, this is the NBA. You're always going to go out there with a game plan, but until you, like Mike Tyson used to say, it's all fun and games, so you actually get hit. You know, right, right. <laughs> you know? And it's kind of one of those scenarios where it's early in the season. Yes, we have players out here with body of work uh, over the years that we can uh, rely on in data and analytics. But at the end of the day, every night is different. And I just think you have to make your opponent uncomfortable in every which way possible. And I think it starts from the beginning. And I don't think the Washington Wizards had a hit-first mentality. If you know this about Wesley, Wesley Matthews, why does he catch the ball? 
if your if your life if your right. life if your life was on the line, he wouldn't be catching. He wouldn't ball. be catching the ball. Right. If you guys are uh, down one and it's thirty seconds left in the game, it's probably a good chance you you'll be all out denying that ball. Like, why are you not playing like it's the last thirty seconds of the ball game? And you know, I've been guilty of that as a player because once you're in that situation, and then you kind of go into that fifth gear, but. With the Washington Wizards, they don't have that luxury right now this early in the season uh, to do that, to turn I, it on and off. I look at bad habits again, and that's one of their major bad habits, is sometimes just too cavalier, too laissez-faire as the game gets started. That's and a lot of home. French right there. Yeah, well, bonjour to you, too. <laughs> is it de le? Merci beaucoup. <laughs> I've been around Yamahimi for a minute. He just taught me some words. E? Is that is it water? E? Uh, no, water's thirsty. How about... How do we just end up? So there you go. There you go. Let's get back to basketball. All right. So I'm, I, I lost my train of thought dealing with you. Uh, I want to go to the third quarter here because uh-huh. this is when the good wizards show up. It's the funniest thing to be because you get down 21 and somebody in there said something. Somebody talked greasy about somebody because you can't just come out in the third quarter and put up these numbers. The Wizards outscored the Mavericks 29-17 in the third. The Mavs only shot 37.5% from the field. They committed eight turnovers. The Wizards scored 12 points off of those eight turnovers. Otto Porter had nine points. Beal had eight. And here's the key stat, Drew, in that third quarter. Washington did not commit a single turnover. So then my question to you is, how in the world, in those 12 minutes, did Washington look like that? I mean, you would think that they were handing the ball over to, to the Dallas Mavericks to go on the other end to score the basketball. That wasn't the case. I think it was just no offensive continuity, no flow, no rhythm. Uh, and then the other thing is you leave your starters in and claw back in, play what John Wall played 41 minutes tonight. 41 Otto minutes. Porter, 37. Bradley, 36. And, you know, I, I respected Coach Brooks leaving those guys in and at the 10-minute mark of the, of the fourth quarter because usually their rotation is going to be the six-minute mark, maybe the seven, depending on how greasy the game's getting. But at that 10-minute mark, he left John, he left Brad in, they cut it down to six, but I don't think they had any more gas left in them. And Dallas put their starters back in, DeAndre came in for Dwight Powell, and it's just like they just jacked the lead back up to 20. That quick, within like five minutes. And uh, that's what the score you got. They, they finished beating the Wizards by 19, 119. And guess what? One other thing you said at the beginning of the game. First one in 100. Uh, <laughs> is it not the most? And it was 96, 90. <laughs> is it not the most tried and true number in the NBA? First to 100. Wins. Yeah. Was it 96, 90? It was 96, 90. So they just went on a 10-4 run. A 10-3 run. They'd won. They won the game. They'd won the game. I want to get into Luka Dantich. This is the first time that we had a chance to watch him uh, and really break down his game. Drew, I get it now. 19 years old. That young man's special. I didn't realize. I, I, I knew he was 6'7", but he's got some size to him also. What did you like about his effort? Yeah, I mean, he got some size, but, you know, he's still 19. His, his, le- his lower body bigger than his upper body right now. <laughs> You know, <laughs> big legs, big legs, <laughs> little body. body, big legs, little body. But um, just the experience factor. He had some. His patience was impeccable. Just getting into the lane, taking his time, either for a soft floater, 
either for a nice lob pass or a nice. His float game is ridiculous. Oh, it's crazy, and the touch is crazy off the glass. Then he has a step back from like twenty five that you can't contest, and he's hitting that at a high clip. This kid only could get better. You know, you hate for something to happen to him health wise, but I'm really excited for the future for Luca because the future is very bright for him. Oh, by the way, Dennis Smith Jr. is still on this team. He had 19 points in 31 minutes. I forgot also, about him. Um, Troy Brown didn't. Oh, oh, you wow! Missed that. Oh no, oh, I saw, you, I saw that dunk. I saw so, it. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the NBA, but Troy. I, but it wasn't on him. It was just like no, he blew by. Until Troy's defense, he just checked in a game. <laughs> he, he, that's the first game he checked in all season, probably. So the uh, when the last time he, Troy Brown he played, he played, he played the game. He got in, didn't he? Man, but like he got one minute. Now, see, that's the thing. One, he's got one minute this whole season. And no, he, put he him, got one minute tonight. Well, well, what about the minutes before tonight? I mean, this is a first, like second minute tonight. You can't come in. Yeah, you can't and play Dennis Smith Jr. And play that Joker, and he's rising up, and his head's hit at the rim level. Man, that's an in and out. He lucky he didn't tear his growing. That would be a problem. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Barnes, nineteen points for him. The center matchup. We talked about in our starting five in um, Wizards pregame live, and they canceled each other out. Drew, in fact, one was a plus thirteen, and the other one was a minus thirteen. Besides that, all square. Like I, they canceled each other. I think Dwight did a good job against DJ. I mean, three for five from the field for DeAndre Jordan. Apparently, his teammates weren't looking for him as as well. Uh, Dwight. Three for five from the field. I mean, are they just trying to get rid of the big man in the league? I mean, come on, I man. mean, <laughs> five, to, five, five. Ten shots between us. <laughs> I mean, I'm battling this guy. We going blow for blow, and we just looking at each other. Come on, man. <laughs> like, when are we going to stop doing it? We not getting no shots. When do they realize they're not getting any shots? I just figured it out. First, the sh- six shot attempts wins the matchup. <laughs> it's like first a hundy wins. Well, I like how they said, we said forget that. Let's just rebound and foul each other. Yeah, just, <laughs> I swear, man, this league has changed. It's so funny to me, man. The big man, they just, they just devalue. You know what? You know, if you really wanted to come back, you know. I, you said me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> come you back. Know, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm trying to get 4%. You know, you could come back and be one of these stretch fives. I've been talking about uh, stretch fives for a long time, but. Only stretch five I'm doing right now is a South Beach, Miami boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Drew, we talked about that this team had an opportunity, counting the Knicks game, of six straight games against teams with below 500 records. That was the narrative last year. Right now, they're one and one as they get ready to head to Orlando, and then Miami on a back-to-back, and then they come home to see Orlando and Cleveland and Brooklyn. Have we gotten to a point now where we got to stop talking about sub-500 teams because this team right now is at 1-8, and and they can't be talking about other bad teams in the league? Look, this this stretch of games was a measuring stick. Uh, Playing below 500. 2-8, thank you. Yeah, playing below 500 basketball teams. And we talked about this before they even went on this road trip. Hey, look, the next five games are below 500 basketball teams. If you don't separate yourself from the bottom of the barrel, guess what? You're at the bottom of the barrel. And I think this stretch right now, 10 games in, you're starting to see, hey, Dallas Mavericks is almost in last place. If 
not in last place on the West. Am I am I missing something right they're, there? They're around there. Yeah, yeah, 14, 50, somewhere around there. And you just lost to them by 19 tonight, okay? Now you go into Orlando, who just uh, hit a buzzer beater uh, with Evan Fournier. They're playing well. Um, they're starting to get on track and getting some games under their Miami's belt. Miami's always a bad matchup because they play so doggone And not only that, Miami has confidence they beat you already, mm-hmm. you know, from opening night. So, And now you're on their home turf. We already beat you and you're on home turf. So this is a tough road trip, three-game road trip. And then not only that, you come back with Orlando again at home. So now it's like, if you don't win any of those games, whoo. The problem, too, is now people around the league are looking at this basketball team and wondering what's wrong. At what point do you still need to see some more time before you start evaluating what do they need to do long-term with this team or even in the short okay. term? Because I still feel like Dwight, right. I'm they still an- need I'm to a, see I'm, a, I'm about to ask, answer all the questions out there because I know everybody's saying, is it, gen- is it management, is it coaching, is it the players? Look, I'm going to give this team, this is the third team with Dwight Howard, you know, he still needs to get acclimated with the team. Uh, are there? A, they need to find their pace. Are they a running gun team, or are they a running gun until Dwight needs the ball in the block? And you're gonna have to be able to because if he's not getting 20, 20 points and ten rebounds a game, this is not who you came to get. You know, we thought the Dwight you're gonna get is gonna be giving you at least fifteen points a game. He's doing a phenomenal job rebounding the ball, but I that's think what I'm saying. Just five touches. I don't. I don't get the five touches. You have to get him involved because that's what he's here for. Now we already said he looked like a. I mean, the Wizards looked like a, a totally different team when Dwight came back and played against New York. Tonight is like they didn't u- utilize him on the offensive end, and I think it's because they knew who was behind him, and that was DeAndre Jordan. And when he made that first play in the post and got a shot blocked, I think he kind of lost the faith, not only in his teammates, maybe, but uh, Scott Brooks on, hey, that might not be the the answer tonight because they're going to offset each other. uh, DeAndre can't score on Dwight, and nor can Dwight score on DeAndre. So just two heavyweight bulls just going at it. You just cancel out and let your guards handle it. Yeah, so I'm not going to probably beat a dead horse tonight on why didn't Dwight get touches because I think him and DeAndre canceled each other out. So I don't think that's what the focus on tonight. Tonight was what you said. First half on the road, you let a team shoot 50% from the field, 54% from three, and 91% from the free throw line in the first half on the road. How many points was that in the first? 70 points in the first half? A 70 piece. A 70 piece. Not a three piece. 70 piece. Two sides and three biscuits. $70. (laughs) (laughs) Worth of biscuits. (laughs) $70 worth of biscuits. But yeah, but. You can't. That, that's uncalled for. Now you're digging yourself out of a hole like, on the road. I'm done. I, I don't want to talk about this no more. We we good? Well, let's. You want, you want to talk about the future and what to expect? Maybe in Orlando. Is that? Oh, I mean? it's homecoming. Okay, it's homecoming for you and Big Fella. Yeah, you and Superman. Yeah, and who else? We got somebody else. Who's on that team? Oh, Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers. Yeah. So this is homecoming. Big homecoming. Oh. Who else? Jason Smith. Smitty played there too, didn't he? Yeah. Jeff Green. Jeff Green played in Orlando. Man, this yeah. is homecoming. What, Bradley Bill went to University of Florida. Gainesville's right up the street. Gainesville's right up the street too. Okay. So homecoming for DG, Superman, Austin. I, I need to see. 
I need to see them two have breakouts. Them two. Uh, Austin, to me, I still feel like Drew is trying to not step on any toes. And to be quite frankly with you, if I can, he needs to start stepping on some toes because he's too talented to be a guy that's getting spot minutes. What did he get tonight? How many minutes did he get tonight? 18 minutes, 18 eight points. Minutes, eight points. I mean, solid. Knockdown. What I liked about Austin today, he did the things that went unseen. And it, stats that you can't keep count of. Contesting the shots. Uh, he did. A, I think he did a phenomenal job on Wesley, Wesley Matthews uh, when he got going. And I think that's why Wesley Matthews only had 22 and not 30. Because Austin Rivers, you know, kind of gave him, a, a, he had a sense of urgency and it kind of made it a little harder for uh, Wesley Matthews out there. And he did things that went unseen, making extra rotation. So he played he played his butt off tonight defensively. And, uh, you know, people that really understand basketball would have saw what Austin Rivers did tonight. He brought something to the table. But we all want to see the Austin that we saw last year in L.A. And you know what? To his defense, this is a whole new system for him. And to be a, a starting shoot, shooting guard last year for the Clippers, that let alone your father coached last year, to come into a whole new scenery of things, coming off the bench, a whole new position, you're trying to figure out how you're going to get in the game. And I think right now he's trying to figure out, hey, it might not be my scoring that's going to keep me on the floor. It's going to be my defense. So I'm, like that he's stick, I'm, I'm liking that he's stepping up to the challenge and trying to commit to the def- to the defensive end and stay on the floor. All right, I'm going to get you out on this one. You played on some bad teams, no disrespect A lot to of you. them. Uh, when you're going through a funk like this, what gets you out of it? Chapel, singing kumbaya, going out to eat. You might need to go get baptized. I don't know. What, what did you say the other day? You got to put some, some, some the smoke in the, the Phil Jackson stuff. What's that? Some stuff? sage. Yeah, some sage. <laughs> He's in sage. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is that possible? Oh, man. Well, my man, my man Phil Jackson with things was going wrong. He man, just burnt some sage. Nah, I, listen, they're they going to have to figure out. I don't know what they're going to do. Go get a Chinese wish doctor. I, I, don't, I don't know. They're going to have to talk to Dr. Phil. I, I don't know. what. I mean, they're going to have to do something. Drew, this, there's just too much talent on this team. It's a, the craziest thing. It's to a me. tough schedule, understand. too, though. It's a tough schedule, too, Chris. I mean, think about it. You just got off the West Coast and went back on, back on the road for three games, too, and you're in this funk. When does it get good? Shoot, the schedule gets tough after they're done with this stretch. Wait a minute. The the schedule gets tougher when they're done with the Brooklyns and the Clevelands of the world. Guess who they got to see on Thanksgiving? We're flying to Toronto Ooh, on Thanksgiving. Talking about a cold turkey. Listen, best team in the East. I already told you. I told you that before. See, once again. Bell, no, no, they're not, they're not the best team in the East. Who's not? Milwaukee Bucks. You won't put your name on it. Milwaukee Bucks. I'm saying it again. Put right your name now, on put it. Put my then. name on it. Stamp Milwaukee, it. Milwaukee Bucks are the best team right now. What's going on with that Portland game? Anybody know? The Blazers putting on an exhibition led by the man that's holding the ball appropriately at midcourt. CJ McCollum with 37. Make it 40. CJ the triple. 5 of 10 from 3. 17 of 26 from the field. Can you try to get an update? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Milwaukee Bucks. So they, said, they beat Toronto by 25. So, so that's what you said. Kawhi didn't play. Giannis it, didn't play either, did he? It don't, it don't matter. They beat the Lakers when Kawhi didn't play by like 35. It well, seemed like. The Lakers. That's hey, another story. Get your update right here. Why oh, yeah, are you yeah, even yeah. getting this update? This podcast I, I, is Because out the, the Milwaukee Bucks were making a comeback, and you oh. know they ended up losing by 15. But, you know, they tried. They oh. tried. All right, we're getting out of here. It's getting late, and I need to get home. Drew Gooden, your time is always appreciated.
Thanks for having me. Um, this edition of the Wizards Talk podcast, we appreciate you fans listening, and we will see you. When's the next game? Orlando Friday night? I'll be there. So, uh, you'll be down there. I'll be there. Well, that means you won't be up here in studio then. Uh, no, I'm going to be there. You're going to be there? Yeah, yeah, you'll see me. I'll roll up on you. You'll see me. How you going to see me? I'm going to be up here. Oh, you're not going? No. I thought you were going to try to call you. I'll call you Colette. I'll call you Colette. Or just FaceTime me. FaceTime. Wi-Fi. You got free Wi-Fi. But how can I FaceTime you to do the podcast? We'll figure that out. All right, man. We'll figure that out. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this edition of the Wizards Talk Podcast. Back to John. He'll take the free ball and dock it down.